My name is Randy Stotts, and you're listening to Pro Lacrosse Talk. On Shriver. Snyder with scores! Now it's Brian Pinnell scores! Hands off for Rabel, switches hands and scores! Kylie O'Miller showing off those shifty skills. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson! Hard pick there, Stotts! What a shot! Outside bouncer from Randy Stotts. Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk, the voice of Pro Lacrosse. I'm Hutton, he's Adam, and together we're bringing you interviews with your favorite players and coaches, as well as news from all four professional lacrosse leagues. We're here with Randy Stotts, four with the Georgia Swarm, attackman with the Atlanta Blaze, and member of the Iroquois men's national lacrosse team. Randy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So Randy, you grew up in the Six Nations, uh, where lacrosse is obviously a huge part of your lives and more than just a sport. Tell me how you were first introduced to the game and describe how important it is to you and your culture. I guess I'll start off. I guess how I got introduced to the lacrosse was uh, my dad and my uncles. Um, they both played the game, and their dad played the game, and um, it's kind of been a tradition in our family, uh, along with a lot, a lot of other uh, families to um, play the game of lacrosse and introduce it and pass the game down. That's how I kind of got into it. I got into it when I was probably like three years old. Well, obviously, when we're born as um, – indigenous people we were given a, a wooden stick in our cradle um, mm-hmm. so i had one of those as a baby but obviously um don't really know much what's going on uh, mm-hmm. when you first come out of the room and, and stuff like that but uh i started playing lacrosse when i was three uh, like organized lacrosse i kind of just um kept with it and and, and uh stuck with it yeah, you, you know, you, you took your uh, eventually took your talents to Onondaga Community College uh, for two years before joining the Orange at Syracuse, um, where you finished with 62 goals and 47 assists for 109 points in just 27 games, uh, which is pretty pretty good. What led to your decision to play for Coach Desco at Cuse, and how do you think it prepared you for the pro game? Uh, ha- having like a bunch like Syracuse being Syracuse, right? You know, it's a big name school and. Mm-hmm. And and watching Brett Bucktooth, Cody Jameson, Sid Smith, and all those guys play there. Obviously, Casey Powell, um, all the Powell brothers, the Gate brothers, mm-hmm. Eric, all those guys, watching them. And I, I wanted to be a part of that. Um, and so that that was kind of a good decision. And I think anybody in the lacrosse world um, would take advantage of, of going to Syracuse. Um, it's a great school, and playing for Coach Desco was was unbelievable. Um, so I think the way it, it it molded me into being a pro, I think being accountable, um, personal, like personally getting to things on time, you know, working out, doing my homework, um, taking care of all those kind of things, um, really helped me be a, be a, a good pro. No, that's great. Um, and then, you know, following college, you, you made it to the pro ranks. You were drafted by the Swarm in 2016. Had a tremendous rookie season. I mean, you recorded 36 goals and 59 assists for 95 points and earned Rookie of the Year honors, uh, setting an NLL record, too, for most points recorded by a rookie. How were you able to make such a smooth transition to the pros? And did anyone mentor you in your first season? I think me playing box across uh, pretty much my whole life, like playing Junior A in Six Nations and playing mm-hmm. – senior A in Six Nations, and, you know, um, that really helped me uh, going into the NLL. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, doing doing those things elevated my game. Um, but 
as far as uh, that goes, I think someone who mentored me a little bit, who I talked to a lot about the game was Cody Jameson. Um, he's one of my good friends and he kind of gave me a little help with, with whatever I asked here and there. So um, I guess I would say him. No, that's great that you had someone to kind of lean on. And then you followed up your rookie campaign. You guys made a championship run with the Swarm, defeating the Saskatchewan Rush in two games to win the NLL championship in 2017. What was it like winning that championship in your second year, and has it left you hungry for another title this season? Yeah, I think that was one of the craziest games I think I've been a part of. The way that game ended was was pretty crazy. Uh, and like I said, one of the craziest games I, I've been a part of. But um, winning that was was pretty incredible. Um, that group of guys that we had there was also incredible, you know what I mean? And, and the camaraderie we had on and off the floor was was amazing. Um, well, obviously, every year, that's what you play for, is to go to the NLL uh, Champions Cup and, and try to win it. Uh, it's obviously not easy by any means. You got to work week in and week out. Um, and that's a tricky thing with the NLL. We're not together 24/7, so during the week we we have to stay on top of our film and, and workouts and and get our stick in our hands. So mm-hmm. um, you always got to stay hungry for those championships and 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 always remember that they don't come come easy. No, absolutely. Um, you, you certainly were hungry last year, even though you guys felt a little short. Um, but you surpassed your rookie total uh, in points with 96, um, a new career high. Um, and like I said, you, you did fall, unfortunately, to the Toronto Rocks 16-14 to 14 to end last season. But what has the vibe been currently at training camp? And how's Coach Ed Camo been preparing the Swarm to make another championship run this season? Like I said before, like we got to get uh, our chemistry going um, right off the hop. And I think we have a good core group of guys that have been there for three to, I think this is my fifth year, some guys have been in the league longer. I think we have a good core of those guys that are still on the team. Um, so I think us getting ready for training camp, I know the the season's two weeks away, November 30th, but we got to take advantage of every practice and, and every scrimmage we have. And I think um, Coach Eddie's doing a great job of, of bringing us together and preparing us for uh, Rochester on November 30th. No, that's great. Um, and I'm going to fast forward a little bit to another game on your schedule. Um, you face the Seals, uh, where you'll get a chance to, to face your brother Austin again. Um, Austin yep, yep. won Rookie of the Year honors last year, uh, just three seasons after you won the award. Um, and you guys got to face him. Unfortunately, he went down late with an ACL injury that ultimately ended the season. Tell me how proud you are of your brother, and what excites you the most about playing him again on April 4th? I'll start off with how proud I am of him. I think me doing what I've done and seeing him come up and, and, and doing and creating his own path to break through in the NLL was amazing. And him getting drafted number one, obviously, mm-hmm. is also amazing. But I think how hard he works and, and how he plays the game with kind of a different uh, passion than most people, I would say. You know, he plays mm-hmm. hard. He plays physical. He plays uh, – and in your face, he loves scoring goals, and I really respect that about him, and he, he, he gives it his all out there. 
as far as when when we play each other, it's definitely uh, something different in in our family. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, my my mom and dad, and you know, aunts, uncles, and sisters uh, have to have to watch. And you know, playing him is always a is always fun. You know, we get to chirp each other a little bit about scoring or. You know, if he misses a shot, I'll I'll say something like that. I throw out a little subtle chirp, but love it. Um, you know, it's all it's all good. Uh, but no, it, it's awesome. It's it's an amazing opportunity, and you know, not too many people can say they uh, share you know rookie of the year with their brother, or even get to play a professional sport against them or with them. Yeah, no, that's it's great that you guys have that bond, and I like the little you know subtle trash talk uh, leading up to game day and on game day as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's transition to the field game a little bit. You recently wrapped up a tremendous fifty-point season in just eleven games with the Blaze this summer. Unfortunately, the team fell short in OT of the semifinals uh, in what was Atlanta's first playoff game in franchise history. But what about this Blaze team? Were you most proud of, and what are your hopes for next season? Oh, there's a lot to be proud of. I think. Um... The way we kind of stuck it out all year. Uh, I know uh, throughout the year, people, the media had their had their doubts about us. Mm-hmm. But I think um, how good our defense played. Um, you know, we had uh, Chris Madelon back there and Liam Burns anchoring the defense. Mm-hmm. And they did a great job on making stops when we need it. And um, the offense, you know, took advantage of, of certain opportunities. Um, I think that was... That was a big key for us throughout the year was, you know, getting those defensive stops and and uh, executing on offense. Yeah, no, that's great. And you, you benefited, too, from some chemistry with some of your Georgia Swarm teammates that were also on the blaze. Uh, your partner in crime, Shane Jackson, a player who you guys have just so much chemistry on the field, um, you know, played with you. You also had guys like Brian Cole, uh, Leo Storos, and then now you have Swarm newcomer TJ Camizio. Um, how important has it been to kind of play year round with some of these guys on both the Swarm and the Blaze? Yeah, it's pretty. It's actually pretty crazy, and you know, not too many people get to do that either. Is I play with Shane on three different teams. You know, the NLL, uh, Georgia Swarm, and the uh, Atlanta Blaze, and then the Senior A team here in Six Nations. Uh, we got to play with each other there, and. You know, having those guys around all year round, you, you create uh, a, a special bond because you're you're battling with them week week in and week out. Um, and you know, once you play with somebody and and like I said, you battle with them, you, you kind of gain a different um, relationship. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's it's very special. No, that's great. Um, and, you know, this past fall, too, you were able to play in the World Indoor Championships as a member of the Iroquois national team. Uh, what was it like playing in that tournament with some of your Swarm teammates as well as representing your nation? Uh, I get asked this question kind of quite a bit, and I think uh, my answer never really changes. Putting on the Iroquois national jersey is is probably the one of the best things that I've, I feel um, because I'm not representing – you know, a, a city or or a town or something like that. I'm representing uh, people and a community, and it's not just my community. It's it's indigenous people um, throughout Canada and throughout um, the United States. And I, to me, that's bigger than lacrosse. Uh, we get to touch so many more people, and and that's 
doesn't happen too often. So putting on that jersey and playing um, for those people is very important to me and something I cherish and will always cherish. No, that's that's incredible. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's a, a great honor to, to don that jersey, and it, it's great, too, um, that you guys have such a strong connection to the sport of lacrosse and that you guys share it with us. So um, I appreciate that. That wraps up our main questions. We're going to take a quick break here, a word from our sponsor, and then we'll go into our five and five segment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's show is being brought to you in part by Stitcher Premium. You can use Stitcher Premium to listen to shows ad-free such as Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine the Lost Trail, or our favorite, The Fantasy Footballers. For only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. Better yet, if you go over to stitcher.com premium and use the promo code lacrosse today, you can get one month free. So head on over to Stitcher, sign up, and get your free trial today. All right, so welcome back. Um, now let's dive into our five and five. So, Randy, I'm going to ask you five lacrosse questions and then five life questions. Um, should be some quick answers. Hopefully we have a little bit of fun with this. But the first one I'll start out with is who is someone in the lacrosse community, whether a teammate, opponent, coach, or even a family member that you admire? Yeah, I think for me, I mean, watching John Grant Jr. play is, is one of the biggest things uh, who I respect a lot. I mean, he's 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 getting up there in age now and he's mm-hmm. still doing crazy things. <laughs> one-handed goals, one-handed passes, you know, taking guys to the net and he's been doing that for, for years. I really respect that. And I think, uh, he's, he's got the best hands probably ever to touch a lacrosse stick. And, um, I enjoy watching him play and uh, it's exciting, uh, seeing the things he can do with the lacrosse stick. Yeah, no, we were all really excited that he decided to come back, uh, for the outlaws this season. And like you said, he's still playing at a high level. So, um, it's definitely somebody I admire. And, you know, I know we, a lot, a lot of times we toss around the, you know, the greatest of all time moniker, but he's, he's definitely making a very strong case for it. You know, right now I'd probably put him in that category. So I um, no, I got to agree yeah. with you on that. Uh, number two, what are some pregame superstitions or routines that you have? Oh, uh, well, when I get dressed, I don't know why I've been doing this since, uh, my junior days, but I, I put on my, my left shoe, my left sock, my left arm pad, my left glove. I don't, I don't really know why uh, I do that. And then, um, I'm always one of the first ones out of the locker room when the guys go out to get fist bumps. And then, uh, me and Shane Jackson have a little handshake we do. And then we, we go out, uh, and then I stand in the same spot in the circle. Uh, and then me and Brendan Bobberry kind of bump shoulders, and then we uh, go to the bench. So there's uh, kind of what we do, what I do, like, uh, before a game. Awesome. Number three, do you listen to any uh, music? What's your top song on your game day playlist right now? Game day playlist? I don't really have one. We kind of okay. do uh, – we just have a big speaker in the locker room. I'm not the <laughs> DJ guy. 
Uh, I, don't, I don't even know who the DJ guy was last year. I think it might have been Shane or, or Macintosh, but kind of whatever's going. But uh, if I were to pick, I, I do like rap, and I'm <laughs> an old school Eminem fan or, or Lil Wayne. All right, I love it. A little lose yourself before games, maybe. Yeah, get me going. Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, number four. So I know you're an epic sponsored athlete. Uh, what is your current lacrosse stick setup in terms of shaft, head, and stringing? Shaft and stringing. I use uh, Dragonfly uh, forward shaft with okay. the Z1 head. Uh, I usually tape the butt end pretty, pretty big. Uh, I like a big butt end. Uh, I tape my stick all the way almost to the top and then i i use like a everyone says i use a tennis racket (laughs) but i use kind of a shallower pocket than most people uh i kind of i like that because i can get the ball out quick or make a quick pass or make a decision quickly um with throwing an accurate pass or shot Mm -hmm. so i i use that and um that's it yeah, no, that's it's interesting too. How um, I don't know, does it vary a little bit from the field game? Do you change it up a little bit, or do you keep that shallow pocket? Because you know they are pretty different uh, sports, like you said in the box game. You really want to get that ball out quick. Where in the field yeah. game, you have a little bit more time. No, I use the same pocket in both. I get I get I get hurt pretty bad from from the guys uh, saying I should have a deeper pocket, but it works for me and. Yeah, 96 points last year and then 50 points uh, for the Blaze. I, I think you're doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to keep my pocket. Yeah, no, I think you should. <laughs> um, and then final lacrosse question, uh, what has been your favorite venue to play lacrosse at, whether it's uh, an arena or a field, um, you know, any any level? Uh, what's been your favorite venue? Oh, man, there's can be more than one. Yeah, there's more than one, but the biggest one uh, right off the top of my head is probably playing my first ever game in the Carrier Dome. Okay, yeah. You know, walking out there and and seeing, watching so many games of people's name getting called in the starting lineup and and actually having that happen to me was pretty special. The second one uh, is probably Denver Broncos Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we played there on the 4th of July in my rookie year, that was pretty crazy and surreal. There was like 30,000 people there. It was insane. That's um, great. Yeah. Those two venues are pretty, pretty, were pretty special to me. And I haven't been to the Dome in a while, but every time I get in there, you know, it, it brings back old memories. And I'm fortunate enough to play at uh, Bronco Stadium uh, once or twice a year. So. Yeah, no, that's great. It's funny, uh, we actually talked to Nick Morocco with the Cannons recently, and he too mentioned rookie year playing at Denver uh, was one of his, you know, like, favorite venues, and uh, it was on 4th of July, and he's funny, he told us too, he's like, I got lit up in the game, but just the atmosphere and the environment was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it's crazy, man, you know, like, playing on that field, it's like playing on a fairway, (laughs) so it's, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, well, now let's transition into some of the off-the-field questions. Uh, what is your favorite place to go in Atlanta, whether it's, you know, like a restaurant or a museum or a- anything that you enjoy doing uh, when in the Atlanta area? I think, uh, you know, just cruising around the Beltline. There's a bunch of restaurants and, and shops down there and hanging out in kind of the midtown uh, slash a little bit of downtown area. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot to do down there, and, you know, you get to 
uh, eat some good food, listen to some good live music, and, and kind of hang out. That's great. Um, number, number two, what, what is, is your favorite, favorite meal, and do you prefer to dine out, take out, or cook at home? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I do like to dine out here and there, but I also do like my uh, girlfriend's cooking. Um, but my favorite food is probably pizza. I'm a big pizza guy, and uh, if I if I could eat that every day, I probably would. Or uh, also like a nice steak um, and some veggies too. But um, I would say pizza if it's quick, and a nice steak if it's a nice uh, sit down meal. All right, you can't go wrong with either of those options. Um, oh. Number two, what are some hobbies or activities you enjoy doing when not on the lacrosse field? Oh. That's kind of tough. <laughs> you mentioned you just did yoga before this interview. Is that is that on your radar? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I'm not big into yoga. Uh, Lyle's, Lyle's kind of just getting into it, and we live kind of close to each other, so uh, I'm going with him a little bit. But uh, I guess that would be one. Uh, I mean, hanging out with my daughter and, you know, kind of keeping her occupied is, is a hobby of mine. And, um I would say hanging out with just honestly family and, and friends and um, just having some laughs. I don't I don't really do too much other than you know work out and focus on lacrosse, hang out with my family, and you know uh, do stuff around my house. But uh, other than that, you know travel. I guess I travel a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's great. great. Family, family is important. important. It's great, great to make time, time for that. that. Um, and then following that, my next question will be, who's your favorite non-lacrosse athlete to watch? Whether it's a pro, it can be somebody in college, but non-lacrosse athlete that you like to watch. Non-lacrosse athlete. I like to watch uh, I like to watch Sidney Crosby. Okay. And I like to watch LeBron James. And I like to watch Connor McDavid's been on my radar lately. Ooh, he's the guys, yeah, he's insane. And I just think LeBron's a kind of a freak of nature type mm-hmm. athlete, and I like Sidney Crosby because he's he's kind of a one of the best leaders uh, in hockey and has been for decades now. And I I like the way he plays and controls the puck. And I think if I were to play uh, any other sport, it'd probably be one of those two. Uh, so yeah. Those are some great answers. Um, yeah, no, I mentioned Connor McDavid. It's crazy just how fast he is up and down the ice. Yeah, I think he had six like, points the other night or something like that. Yeah, he did. I, I played against uh, a guy that had him in fantasy, so he hurt me in oh, my God. fantasy matchup for fantasy hockey. But, uh, you know, <laughs> what what can you do? He's going to have nights like that all the time. So, All right, so Randy, my final question is, what is a book on your bookshelf or a podcast that you've been listening to recently that you'd recommend to a teammate or a friend? Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't really, I, I don't read books that much, honestly. Mm-hmm. I should probably read a little bit more, but I do listen to podcasts quite a bit. Podcasts that I'd recommend, I listen to Joe Rogan and uh, Spitting Chicklets quite a bit. That's funny. Logan Shuss said the same thing. Those are my two go-tos, and I <laughs> I get a kick out of those guys. Yeah, that's great. Any comment on uh, Biz Nasty? possibly joining the league you think he can hold his own against some of these guys he was a professional hockey player uh, mm-hmm. he's definitely athletic um but i mean having a stick in your hands and and 
and doing the lacrossing is different than the hockey thing, but I think it's good for our sport. And I think the Vancouver Warriors are doing a good job of kind of, you know, marketing with him. He's he's kind of a big name right now uh, with mm-hmm. the Spin Chicklets guys. So I think it's good for our sport and it's good for the NLL and it's good for the Vancouver Warriors. So uh, we'll see how he does Friday and uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully he makes the squad. That'd be pretty funny to see. That would be funny to see. I have to agree. You know, it's it, it to me. It's a it's a great publicity stunt if that's all that it is. Maybe you know he he surprises us. But even if he doesn't, I think it's bringing some you know needed attention to the NLL, and I think that's important, especially a positive attention like he's bringing. He's a positive guy, yeah. and he does positive things in the community. So um, it's good on good on everybody. Yep. No. Absolutely. Um, so that wraps up our five and five. Randy, I want to end with one final question that we like to ask. What is some advice that you have for a young player looking to one day play lacrosse professionally? Oh, this is a couple part uh, answer here. Uh, one would be practice. Uh, always kind of have a, always have a stick in your hands. Um, whether, whether it's around the house, whether you're shooting on a net or, um, whatever, you know, uh, mm-hmm. carry it around with you. That would be one get used to the feel of the stick. Um, the second one would be to watch other people. Uh, one of the biggest things that helped me growing up was watching different players and seeing what they did and putting in, it into my game. Um, so watching a guy like, you know, John Grant Jr. him do something mm-hmm. sweet or for me it was John Grant Jr., Colin Doyle, uh, John Tavares, Cody Jameson. Uh, you know, guys like that and trying to mimic their game while also having your own game. Um, I think that's pretty crucial to always um, have a, a big bag of of tricks. And I think that can take you a long way. No, I think that's some great advice uh, for these young listeners out there. Um, Randy, this has been great. Where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Stots83. Uh, that's goes for instagram too stots83 awesome well before we go too, we want to remind everyone that the swarm are holding their final weekend of training camp in atlanta on sunday november 24th you guys will be at infinite energy arena where fans can come and watch the practice uh for free from 11 30 to 2 30 um so randy thank you so much for joining us congrats on a terrific season with the blaze and best of luck this season with the swarm awesome man thanks for having me If you enjoyed this interview, please leave us a review on Apple, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Pro Lacrosse Talk or visit our website, ProLacrosseTalk.com. Uh, and finally, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And we hope you tune in next time to Pro Lacrosse Talk. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today's show is being brought to you in part by Stitcher Premium. You can use Stitcher Premium to listen to shows ad-free such as Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine the Lost Trail, or our favorite, the Fantasy Footballers. 
For only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. Better yet, if you go over to stitcher.com premium and use the promo code lacrosse today, you can get one month free. So head on over to Stitcher, sign up, and get your free trial today.